Are you ready? Here we go. Test one, two, test one, two. I feel like I'm bouncing from cloud to cloud. Wow, we're ridiculous. So stay tuned. I like what we're doing. Or don't. Oh, that might be my favorite thing to ever happen. Is this not the coolest thing you've ever heard? Well, how about this? Hold up. It's the Pepper and Dylan After Show Show Podcast. Well, welcome to the After Show Show. It is June 23rd, 2021. Thank you so much for joining us. As always, if you could rate, subscribe, yeah, leave your comment, let us know uh, how you're feeling. Okay. We always want to include you in this because we want to make it tailor-made for those of you that like it. Okay. And those who don't like it, it's not tailor-made for you. Beat so. it. <laughs> Sorry. Take off. Yeah. No, don't. Scram. No, oh, yeah, just keep stay. listening. And just don't no, don't no. do that. Take a hike. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Make like a tree and leave. Okay, you're running low. I am. Okay. I don't know what to do now. Ah. Put an egg in your shoe and beat it. <laughs> Bless you. Excuse me. Sorry, but oh, that's the first one in a while. Mm-hmm. God, I like a good sneeze, huh? Feels, Feels good. good to like. Hey, isn't a sneeze just... I, I hate it. The, you don't like sneezing? What's Can't stand wrong it. with you? What do you mean it was wrong That's... with me? I think liking sneezing is weird. No, no way. No, it's great. No. Isn't it scientifically proven as one eighth of an orgasm? I, I think that that's a, a comparison. I don't, I, I, you know, like it's we have- It's not one eighth of an orgasm. Yeah, if you had eight, eight at the same time. No, because it be it's powerful. happening in your nose. It's just the same sensation, oh, I the think. the feeling you get inside of your soul. No, I, I love it. Oh, yeah. weird. Speaking of somebody who routinely uh, during his lovemaking has between three and four orgasms, I can tell you Whoa. sneeze is nowhere near- Pardon? Yeah. Back to the what? I don't know. There's something special going on with me. Three or four? Yeah. What? Yeah. I'm like the Energizer Bunny. How? How? I don't know. Neither do I. It's a gift. <laughs> I guess. It's a gift to yourself. It's a yeah, gift. It's not a gift to anyone else. It's a gift. No, I, I don't know. Maybe it is. I don't know. I don't think it's a gift to anyone Sometimes else. Sometimes I just get tired and just want to go to sleep. Imagine how tired she is. But I couldn't. I, yeah. <laughs> I, it doesn't. I mean, it's. Yeah. I don't know. It's fun. It's exciting. It's neat. It's a medication thing. No. Oh. Uh, more than anything. Um, I, I, are we going to talk about this? Is well, it's this a gift you to yourself, go? what Robbie said. And I believe that to be true because I bet you if you asked people, I don't know if we have the ability well, to, they would say, no, thank you. I, I don't know if that's necessarily true because there are a handful of things that apply to that situation. And I, I don't know. Like, where do you want to go with this? Do you want to get I don't even right know what they're saying. Down in, well, okay, so <clears throat> there are a handful of things, right? And everybody's body functions a little differently during periods of intimacy, during the lovemaking. And uh, some people um, respond quicker than others. Some people achieve uh, an enjoyable climax sooner than others. Some people like to have several. And uh, I I just happen to be somebody who has several. And uh, I have found that uh, in my... uh, my lavish history of lovemaking, Dylan. Uh, that uh, that uh, several and several together make for a pretty interesting, albeit late, evening. Right. And that's sometimes I'll look at the clock. And another, by the way, benefit of having an alarm with the oh, uh, clock on the on the uh, uh, projects the clock on the ceiling is that you can go like yeah, yeah everyone loves to time that I'm pretty much done yeah you, well no like so don't you see if you had an alarm clock that no. projected the time on the ceiling while you're making sweet love to your partner you could look and go okay this has been an hour I think we're good I'll just. Uh, well, let's call it an evening. No, I, you don't. You don't verbally say that. You just act it out with your body language that you're done. I think if you're paying any attention to time, yeah. you're doing it wrong. I'm not paying it. Well, sometimes I'll just look and I'll be like, okay, this is like it's bedtime. No, and the problem no, with getting it's up, not good if you're looking at bedtime. It's the problem with getting up this early, mm-hmm. right? If yep. you stay up late being intimate at night, like you, yeah, that's in the back of your head a little bit. Like, oof, I'm going to be tired tomorrow if I keep going, right? 
Sometimes I'll try to go to bed early and begin, but then all of a sudden you get to talking and one thing leads to another and then you just like it's too early and then it's not, you can't front load the timing of lovemaking. You can only back end it. You know what I mean? Why do you mean you front load it? Well, you can't you can't go to bed early in anticipation of lovemaking. Why? Because then it's like it, it just you can't start soon enough. Right? Because when you start early, you're like, oh, we've got all the time in the world. Next thing you know, it's still 11 o'clock at the end. Right. Right. But if you go to bed at 10 o'clock, right, and you, you begin the intimacy process at about 10 o'clock, by 11 o'clock, you're, it's still 11 o'clock and you're done. And you just shorten that time window. That's how I do it. No, I don't know about that. On the weekends, mm. however, that's when Big Pepper throws down. Oh, goodness. Yeah, there's no time limit. Wow. It's so weird that we know this much about you. You know, having a quickie, too, is fun, right? It's exciting, right? right. When you're just like, oh, we got to go somewhere and you have a quickie, you know? It's a lot mm-hmm. of pressure, though. But it is a lot of pressure because, like, oh, we really got to get going, right? And there's something fun and playful about showing up to, you know, whatever, a family dinner and you're all tussled and you're like, oh, sorry, we're late. And everybody knows why you're late, you know, because you just went to town on each other in a van. No one would ever suspect that. Oh, you suspect. If someone shows up late, I've never once thought, oh, I bet you they were having a quickie. If they they seem a little tussled and they're giggly and a little red-faced from the intensity and you you, you could tell. You could tell when somebody's just had some. I don't know if you could. You couldn't tell? No. Robbie? I couldn't Um, in my life one time think of, I've ever come across someone that has had some that I knew. Come on. I have no idea. Well, I'm thinking back to all the times like when we were on, Pepper's been late for things. Is that why? <laughs> it must be. Depends on who I was dating at the really? time. Really? Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Many yeah. times. I'm just thinking, yeah. 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 I'm always mindful of the time. That's a just weird the, thing. Just the current time of day when that's happening and what my obligations are for the rest of the day. Mm. Right? I'm always mindful of that. Yeah. Right? And then some people just aren't. They're just, you know, in the throes of passion, living in the moment, and they could care less. They couldn't care less about I, where they need to be right I, after that. Wouldn't that be ideal? That's who, that's who you oh, want to be with. It's very passionate and intimate, and you're throwing you know all your other commitments to the sides because you want to focus on your partner at the time. But uh, still in the back of my head, I'm worried about what time it is. <laughs> I am. It's weird. Doesn't mean my performance is any more or, or, or less rewarding you know, to myself. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I watch the clock. I'm a clock watcher. It's a weird thing. Just, hmm. just okay. as a side, I'm a multitasker when I'm lovemaking. Multitasker. Right? Yeah. I what walk. else are you doing besides time and it? I'm, those are the. T- uh, that's multiple tasks. <laughs> okay. There's, there's things you got to do. Yeah, there's mm-hmm. multiple things you need to worry I'm about. Active in the bedroom, man. That's I, I got not. a lot of things going. That's not me. It's like I'm driving a train. I got good a lever over here. I got a button over here. My foot's on something. I don't know there. if a train is a, a good example because the train is just on a track. It just keeps going no matter what. It's either on or off. Well, so do I. Four times until I'm done. It's a wild. Yeah, it's a secret yeah. medication. It's, not a secret. Sorry, a, like a special medication. It's my anti-anxiety, antidepressant of one of the, the you know the eight pills that I take every day. Right. And uh, it's uh, the doctor said uh, when he prescribed it, he gave me the side effects and one of the side or two of the side effects where he said you're either going to and you might not see either of these but you're either going to find that it's impossible to obtain an erection okay or it will last a really long time and you'll struggle to climax Oh, but you're not struggling I'm not with th- either. Oh, no, I that exactly. Like I, I, you I got don't the have, best of both worlds. I don't have any. Uh, uh, thankfully, right? That like when, when the doctor asked me after you know a month and a half of it, he said, "Well, how's that going?" And I said, "Well." Thankfully, I don't have the one problem. He said, oh, that's good. And I said, but here's what's happening, I've noticed. And he said, yeah, yeah, that can happen as well. 
And I said, well, what should I do? He said, well, it just depends on if your partner likes that or not. Right. So sometimes I just stop short. You know, I pretend and then that's it for the night. <gasps> the fake. Yep. The fake is so ridiculous. No, it's not. It is the most ridiculous thing and I've I ever heard. And I don't fake to hurt their feelings. I fake because, you know, I kind of feel like it's been a while. Uh, you know, they achieved It's 11 what, o'clock. They, it's 11 o'clock. They got what they set out to achieve in the moment. And uh, so I'm just going to say that's it for me. I just, I, I don't know, would never be I've able to prove this pat. right. I've got it down pat. There's no such thing as a fake with a guy. It's just not a possibility. Here's the trick to doing it. There's no trick. It's there not real. Here's the trick to doing it. And if there are ladies listening to this right now, I do, like I know I know that faking is a thing. I know that it's a thing. Not yeah. for a guy, right? Yeah, I, no, it, it is. Yeah, sure it is for a guy. And this is the what? trick. Here's the trick. You act so explosively wild right. that no human being would actually pretend to be that way when reaching climax get out of here and then they'll think well th- there's no way he would he would fake this i mean this is insane no one behaves this way when they're orgasming <laughs> right so i give them a show i overact the fake that's the big lie that's oh. the big lie right the fake is the overacting because they think well no one with any sort of dignity would behave this <laughs> way robbie make sure you put a disclaimer on the front of this hey eh? i guess <laughs> you will what have to right I, we're using polite words it, it is right it's natural conversation. I yeah. just think a disclaimer may come in handy on this one. I'm just saying that it happens. And it's I think it you. happens more than you know. I don't think it does. I, I really guys, sometimes, especially when you get to my age and sometimes you struggle to get there. So what's faking going to do? Nothing. Well, yeah, just, at, it's 11 o'clock. You're ugh. like, oh, I got to end this. Yeah. It gives the impression that you're satisfied and done. Why would and, and you want to do that? So that you don't let them down. Yeah, but they're going to be let down if they know. And they would know. Sometimes you can say, if you've got a really understanding partner and you've built a pretty good relationship, sometimes you can say, I don't think it's going to happen. Sure. Right? But, yeah, it's yeah, but just, if anyone's to know, to it, it would be them. It's more fun to feel rewarded at the end. Yeah. Like, oh my God, that was amazing. Until yeah, they go tell their friends, like, oh, I don't know. He's faking it. He's not that into me. Nah, nah it's a victimless crime. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a victimless <laughs> crime. I think it's so wild that you would even consider, like, both of you have done that? Yes. Not <laughs> often. I just have never. Nor would I. Yeah. Honestly, it's, it's it gets late, honestly. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's just like I'm exhausted. Sometimes you just know it's not going to happen or it's going to be a struggle. It's not because of them. You know, your core strength is is weak. <laughs> you know, and you're like, I've been thrusting for a while here. I, oh I'm getting sore and tired, right? Oh my. Yeah. Um, okay. I, I, I want, please, message... Uh, just DM me because I want to know if this is actually happening. It's a if real this thing. Because I I want to bring this up on the air, but we can't probably. Well, I, we would have to be uh, delicate in how we do it. I just yeah, I just I can't imagine there are a lot of people out there doing what you two are doing. But if in the room, two out of well, three females for sure, right? Oh, females, yeah, but guys, I think yeah. it's such not a guy trait. Yeah, because right. guys leave evidence. They, <laughs> uh, yes. Now, uh, okay. There's now, more this evidence. Is tricky. Yes. This is tricky. Yeah. Um, you can't. You can't. Not have all the evidence is the same, though, right? I don't. I, I don't know what that means. Like sometimes there's more evidence, sometimes there's less evidence. There's not always the same amount of evidence. That's okay. right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Depends on how good the crime is. Yeah, but if <laughs> if there's no evidence, I mean, there was no crime. Sometimes the evidence can be confused. Sometimes you can get convicted of uh, you. You weren't even there, right? And sometimes there's evidence. <laughs> I don't know. What so, this is. I don't yeah. get it. Sometimes the evidence belongs to two people, and you can't figure out which one's which. I don't know about this. That does. It's interesting that mm. you would even consider doing this. Yeah. So and, well, and because of, you know, I'm I, I'm capable of the big four. 
Sometimes <laughs> I fake big it. Four. Listen to you talk. Sometimes I'm f- I fake it after two. I'm him, so hey. I, I fake it. I leave. I plant evidence. <laughs> you know, that's <laughs> oh, what I do. Oh my right? goodness! Yeah, and I, I plant the evidence and get away with a victimless crime. Oh, that's what I do. I want to just hear from people if this is something they've experienced. Because is this common or not? I just can't see it being common. The key, again, aside from acting like incredibly irrational. Um, with all of it, is you got to go body tense, right? You got to, every muscle in your body, you got to tense it at the same time and hold <laughs> your breath. Listen to how fake <laughs> you are. That's the What key. a liar. That's the, it's not lying. It's just. Actually, that would be lying. No, it's being mindful of the time. It's acting, Dylan. It, no, it's Oh, you lying. mean to tell me Brad Pitt in 12 Monkeys was lying or was he uh, acting? He's a liar. Right? No, he right? could have been. Tom Hanks and yeah. Sully, what yeah. a liar. Yeah. <laughs> when did it lie? That's right, Robbie. Yep. Yeah. Just well, stating that yeah. this is a lie. Just because I'm a star of the stage and screen of sex. Wow, oh listen God. to this listen guy. Listen who he thinks he is. I'd like to talk to your ex-girlfriends about this. Uh, well, See you if you're the stage or star. Them, <laughs> well, okay. Well, you know, the, the funny, I'm doing a podcast um, with this uh, uh, woman who's a, a friend of, uh, or sorry, the sister of my friend's girlfriend. And sister of your friend? Yeah, girlfriend. It's, it's complex. So my friend Ryan is dating a girl, and her sister uh, hosts a podcast. Okay, and it's about the podcast is about um, uh, marriages and co-parenting and separation and divorce mm-hmm. and how they can go well, how they can go poorly. Some information, some resources for single parents. It's a bunch of different stuff, right? And uh, so we did a pre-call yesterday. And uh, I don't know when I'm doing this podcast because she has heard through my friend Ryan that uh, the relationship I have with my ex is incredible. And uh, so she asked kind of in this pre-call because she wants an idea on where she can take this conversation. She asked about like, are you open talking about sex? And I was like, am I open talking about sex? (laughs) Hell yeah. It's one of my favorite things to talk about. Pooping. Sex. Weird. You know, you want my big three? What's the third? I don't even know what the third would be. Okay. For you, Dylan, it's eating. Yes. For you, Robbie, it's animals. Yes. And for me, it's poop and sex. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm a a juvenile 12-year-old, okay? A little bit. No, but uh, uh, we're, uh, and I said, yeah, no, I'm totally comfortable talking about this. And then we started to go down this path because she's a divorced woman. We were just talking about uh, what role uh, our sex life played in the marriage and in the breakup of the marriage. Mm -hmm. And I can tell you that the sexual chemistry between my ex and I, and I hope I'm not revealing too much or hurting her feelings because I was just as bad in bed with her as she was with me okay it was a massive problem that we never addressed right 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 for 20 years we just never addressed that our sexual compatibility was awful what did she like it or she didn't no i don't think either one of us did you don't think but has she ever said uh there was a period where it was really good it was when we got back together the first time Mm -hmm. the sex was really good and it's i think because we had both experienced it with other people remember that she had not been in with anybody else when we were married right you were her first i was her first for you know the better part of 10 or 11 years right and uh and then we separated and she got with somebody and I had a good time for a while. Oh, boy. And then we got back together, and it was incredibly different. Right. And then for me, it was kind of like, wait a second, it's different. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't like that. I don't know how I feel about that. No. But it was good for a little while. And then we kind of got back into old habits, and it was just... And it's funny when you talk to people that have been married for a long time, that where, where sex can rank in certain relationships, mm-hmm. and how infrequent it is. Oh, and, yeah, I heard something the other day, which shocked me, um, but not really. Mm-hmm. I think it was like... 
the average person... I'll Google it right now while you're trying to guess what it is. I'll see what the average have, for married Has couple. sex 50 times a year, I think it was. So once a week. Yeah, 50 times a year uh, on average, I think is what it was, which was pretty shocking to me. That seems like uh, a little lower than I would have expected, but I mean, not ridiculous. Uh, and then someone, I, I, wherever the hell I was listening to this, someone said like 36 was more common for them. Okay, here, Americans wow. in their 20s, so this is an American, it's the first thing I Googled, have sex about 80 times a year. Okay. A little more than once a week, right? Uh, well, the number declines with age. It turns out that there is such a thing as too much sex. So let me just let me just continue to scroll while you chat here. All yeah, right? You scroll away to find out what that magic number is. All what right. would ideally be, I mean, honestly? Once what a week, do you think? too little? Like, what's good? And like sex is supposed to be good for your health. So maybe twice a week? I think they just say that, don't they? No, I think it's good because it's it releases endorphins. It does a lot of things. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. You know, there's benefits to it. Um, what do you got, Pepper? You got a number? Uh, I'm still looking here. Only uh. 20 of the 20,000 couples surveyed in this one survey, the doctor found that only 26% of couples were hitting the once a week mark with the majority of respondents reporting sex once or twice a month. Hmm. This is in, it's, it's not saying what the, uh, the couple, like how long they've been together for when it gets to that way. A third study out of 16,000 adults interviewed, the older participants were having sex about two to three times per month, while younger participants were having it, uh, younger couples were having it once a week. Okay. All right. So once a week. Yeah. That is that is so what it, I heard. It looks like that's the sad average. Yeah. Which I mean, maybe like when everything else is busy, that's good, right? I think in my marriage, that was about it. Yeah, I think it was maybe twice a month, okay. probably, once or twice a month. And I tried a strategy where I, um, I thought, well, you know what? Because I was sick of, the thing that really hurt me was that I would always initiate, because I'm sexual, right? Mm -hmm. And I would always initiate sex. And I would always get turned away. Now, I would initiate it at all different times just to test, right? So, like, I'd walk up behind her while she was doing the dishes. That was her biggest complaint. I'd walk up behind her and I'd start to kiss her, uh -huh. right? And, like, I was happy to have sex in the kitchen. Sure. Christ, the kids could be in the living room. Well, you weren't doing anything. She was doing the dishes. Well, no, I was drawing <laughs> or putting dishes away. And I'd just walk up and try and kiss her, trying to divert. Because I think that's kind of sexy, like, out of nowhere, kind of spontaneous, right? And she would get so frustrated with me. Right. She'd be like, Rob, get, get, get out of here here stop it Not now get out of here right, right? she was busy and she was okay so but i would try other times too and then obviously in bed when we were going to bed together mm -hmm. uh, i would start to kiss her and then she would i always knew when she wasn't in the mood because well it was her and i also always <laughs> knew when she wasn't in the mood because how she would kiss me right is uh, that is that common I don't know. So you're in the mood, so you start kissing, and you try to get into that kind of the more sexy open mouth kissing, mm -hmm. but then she would always kind of bring it back down to the closed mouth kissing. Right. So ah. she'd give me a couple open mouthers, and then she'd, and then the, you know, the, the, the bay of the, the warehouse would slowly <laughs> close shut, and then it would be back to the peck, and then she'd give me one long peck, and then, Mwah! and push away. And right. that's when I knew, not happening yeah. tonight. Not, not happening here. tonight. Don't even keep trying. Like, it's, there's no chance of this happening. But when she continued, and if the door, the garage bay got wider, mm -hmm. then I knew something was going to happen. Right. But it happened so infrequently that I tried this strategy. I tried the old reverse psychology trick. Which you know was? what this is? This no. is, you know what? I'm not going to come on to her and get shut down every time. Let me wait and see. And how long she's did it in, take? If she's in the mood, then I'll respond. Okay. Right? It like never happened. Never. 
And then I started to think that. And then we truthfully built up, a re- or I at least, built up a bit of a resentment over it. Okay. Because I was like, okay. it's not happening. Mm-hmm. Like, clearly she doesn't want it. I'm here saying, anytime you want it, I'm ready. <laughs> and it's just not happening. And not happening. And not happening. Well, was it? We she were, not, wasn't attracted to you? So, I, yeah, I don't think she was ever physically attracted to me. Um, I think we went, so in my reverse psychology technique that I applied for a little while, mm-hmm. we went five months. With nothing. I think. Yeah, Holy smokes. With nothing. Which That's how long I've gone and I'm single. Yeah, I know. And yeah. it was just... And then I remember she rolled over one day and said, I just realized we haven't had sex in a long time. I said, you just realized that? (laughs) Because I've been really realizing it every day for five months. over it every night. Months, yeah. And we would, you know what? It just, the resentment turned into an argument. And I never, I mean, one of my biggest regrets is I I, I just gave up addressing it. Mm -hmm. Like I just gave up addressing it. And uh, and then it just slowly kind of deteriorated to a friendship. And that's probably why we're such good friends now, because there's just no sexual tension. Right. Right? Like, I have no interest in sleeping with her ever again. <laughs> really? And she never had an interest, clearly, of sleeping right. with me. So right. that's why we can get along so well. We're best buds now. Right. Right? Because there's no sexual expectation between the two of us. Makes Before, there was a sexual expectation, which was never being fulfilled. So, hmm. We led to bigger problems. Makes sense. It does make sense when you. Now, I don't think that's it. why we divorced ultimately, but I think that that's a, a key indicator that we weren't good for one another. Right? Yeah. Like if you're not attracted. But to I think somebody. it's probably more common than you think. Oh yeah. In a marriage. Oh totally. Like to just not do anything mm-hmm. for many, 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 many moons. Yeah. yeah. And now I'm uncomfortable, right? As as you know, a single male, so to speak. Like I, I am comfortable or a single, I shouldn't say a single male, a single person. I am comfortable um, making it one of my like priorities mm-hmm. in, a, in a relationship moving forward. Is what to be, to make sure you're- Like I, I am comfortable emphasizing that. Right. So the right. next time you get into a relationship, you'll be off the top, you'll say something? Within the first, yeah, handful of weeks, I think it's a conversation about- you know how much, but then it won't you enjoy think sex. Like, yeah, yeah, this guy's a little too eager. Yeah, and then if it's, guy, if, yeah, but if is, that's the case, he's just I, about sex. Then I, well, then I guess we're not we're not made for one another, right? Yeah, but perhaps. Right, like if if I, if that's going to be one of my, I don't know what do you call them, boundaries, one of my priorities in a relationship, and it's not one of your priorities. Well, then obviously, then we're not we're not. What if it's a priority? Compatible. They're just not ready though. Uh, in what way? Well, I mean, in the very beginning, if you're eager about sex, they might think like, oh, this No, 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 I don't mean like, sex. come on, let's have sex. We haven't had sex yet. Come on. Like, I'll, I no. would wait for that to happen in a relationship. But just once things it, start to die once down. Once it happens, like, I would just emphasize that, like, um, in this, in, I am very sexual. And that's not something that I am just sexual in the beginning. Like, every relationship in the beginning, or a lot of relationships in the beginning, there is a high frequency of sex. Right? Because it's new, it's fun, it's The highest frequency of the relationship. Yeah, like it happens quite... Like when Kristen and I got together, when we started dating, we were having a lot of sex and Mm -hmm. wild sex in different places. And then it just... The novelty of it kind of slowly wore off. Right. And for me, it's like, I don't want that novelty to wear off. I don't want it to be a novelty. I want it to be part of our regular relationship. The physical aspect of our relationship is important. And I love... I don't just love the actual act of sex. I love the bonding. I love the closeness. I love it. I love the variety of ways you can have sex. If you want to have it in 
intense and, and rough, or if you want to have it nice and slow and passionate. Wow, okay. I can do it all. Still need no, that I, disclaimer. I, I, yeah, we no, might. We I, might. No, I'm just, <laughs> wait, why can't we have open conversations about sex? Well, because these kids might listen to it. That's well, I, okay, so. That's I, why the disclaimer. Do we have all. a lot of kids listening to this podcast? I don't think do we, we do. Like, we've seen some of the statistics. It's not a lot of kids. Yeah, some. Not many, I People, don't know. Parents many, with actually. kids in the car? Maybe if they're listening with kids in the car, yeah. Uh, okay. That's all, right? That's fair. But I think this is a healthy conversation to have. I think sexuality Oh, you want to talk about sex all the time, though. That's just, that's where you're at. You always want to talk about sex. Because I'm a sexual person. So Mm -hmm. I enjoy enjoy hearing and discussing different people's views on sex. Not, Mm -hmm. not, not positions and styles and intensity, but just like, okay, what is your view on it? Like, how important is it for you? And I think that that, at my age, in my place, in my life, is a is a perfectly fair and acceptable conversation to have with a future or a, when considering a partner, is mm-hmm. how important is it to you? And if it's not super important to you, then I guess I'll find somebody else who matches my... So you meet the perfect girl and they don't like sex, you're not into them? She's not the perfect girl. Really? Yeah. How would yeah, you Yeah, it's... It's interesting. It's important to me, right? Like if her prior, if her top ten priorities are not the, the same as mine, like if we have eight of them, that's okay. But mm-hmm. sex is like one of my top three. Mm-hmm. I would think that it would have to be in. If if it's in my top three, it would have to be in your top five. How's that? Mm, okay. I'll give you. I'll give you two positions on the top ten relationship priority list. Two positions. I'll put a positions a whole bunch more. Yeah. Up or down. That's what I'll do. Right. Okay. Okay. So if you're further than, if your priority list is further than two away from mine. Then, uh, okay. then I think I'm moving on. I don't think that's shallow. I don't think it's shallow. Well, it would be. I mean, I I can hear your argument and I can understand your argument, but it is. This would be the same if, like, anything that you say isn't is a deal breaker for you could be shallow or looked at as yeah. shallow. So, I mean, just because you like sex uh, and they don't like sex doesn't mean that you couldn't connect on a different level. But what if smoking is is a deal also breaker? shallow? Right? Is that shallow? Yeah. If somebody's a smoker, that's could a deal be. breaker for you. Absolutely, it could be shallow. I'm just saying, I, I don't. I'm not looking at it as that, but it, yeah, it could be shallow. Go like, oh wow, like you could be pushing. If you're away, not attracted to somebody, it could be shallow. You're per, you're pushing away your perfect mate before you even know if they're your perfect mate because they're not something. What, yeah, they're yeah, uh, whatever it might be. Yeah, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Personally, I, yeah. I would argue on your side, and I yeah. would say that's totally fine. But yeah. there would be people that would call that perhaps shallow. Okay, I would think. Okay, yeah, I I, I think that uh, you should you should match up with someone on on whatever level is important to you. And I think that that my past experience, right, with with Kristen and with a long term committed relationship, my mm-hmm. past experience has led me to realize that it is important to me, and I don't want to go down that same path and build a quiet resentment over the years. And mm-hmm. I but wanna... that's more on you than it is on somebody else. In what way? Well, By I not mean, addressing it? Yeah. Well, that's why I now think it's perfectly fine for me to address it on the front end. Well, sure. I, yeah, yeah. You, you can. Right. That's fair. It. Yeah. I don't think there's anything wrong with addressing that. Like when I was younger, I would never say like, oh, not, not being into sex is a deal breaker, even though internally not being into sex was a deal breaker mm. for me. I would just accept that not everybody's like me. Right. And uh, now I don't need to accept them into my life as my special person if they're not like me on certain levels. Right. Yeah. I think you have that choice. You're entitled to that. Yeah. That's no, yeah. nothing so wrong with that. I think it's very fair. I think it's fair, right? Yeah. Sex is important. So, anyway. That makes sense. That's what I say. But I, I still fake it. That's so <laughs> weird. <laughs> if sex wasn't important, I would just find a buddy, adopt a baby, and that would be my partner in life. Like my two dads, that show. Right. Yeah. You know, what do you, you guys mean? don't remember that show? Not a clue I'm what so you're old. saying. I tried I to. I'm sorry. I can yeah. imagine what it's about, though, Pepper. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> two dads? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just see I see people in relationships who who settle down with, with with a husband or a wife who aren't happy with them. Mm-hmm. 
They're not attracted to each other. They they just they don't really like spending time together. Mm-hmm. And I, if I was going to get to that point in a relationship, I'd rather be with somebody who's my friend. You know, yeah, what I but mean? like it's the same thing. It, I think it's time that does that, don't you think? It's time. Like I mean, ultimately, uh, if you look at like my parents, mm-hmm. there had to have been a time that they liked each other. <laughs> They had to have had a time that they got along. Yeah. There had to have been because the, all the things that happened in their life to lead up to that. So true, I think like true. over a, a long enough amount of time, you hang out with somebody that they probably become annoying to you or, or uh, they upset you or whatever. And that's just what a marriage becomes. Right. Like you really, in order to have a good marriage, I believe, speaking as someone who's never had one, the communication has to be the entire way. And 100%. The, communi- the communicate, the way, I think the most important thing in a relationship out of everything, before out of, before sex, before attraction, before is if you fight the same. If you yeah. fight the same. Yeah, yeah. If, you, if you're able to disagree the same, if you're able to work through problems the same, because ultimately it's easy at any age, young 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, doesn't matter, to find someone you find attractive and want to have sex with them. Yeah. But when the sex isn't happening, mm-hmm. when the when the makeouts aren't happening, it's it's what is the most important. What is the conversation like? What is the fighting happening? What is the disagreements like? What are you doing for each other in, in the respect of uh, mm-hmm. the, the growth of the human that right. you're with? Right. Now, I'm not saying sex isn't important. I, I've never, I, like, you guys probably have had more sex in a year than I've had in my life. Yeah. Like, if you were to add them all up. I don't, I, I just have never had a lot of it in my life. Right. And uh, that's just uh, circumstantial, not because I don't necessarily love it, um, but just that's that's where I am. And then you guys uh, always talk about the importance of it and how important it is to you. And there's nothing wrong with that. I think if if, if your both partners are happy, but if you build a... Uh, a relationship strictly on sex, I don't think it's good either. No, right? no. Because it just can't sustain. No. Right. But it's like what I said is that I like the whole process. I like the intimate bonding afterwards. I like mm-hmm. the intimate bonding before. Mm-hmm. I think you can connect with somebody. I think when you're physically connected, you are also emotionally connected and it strengthens a relationship. Communication obviously is key, yeah. which is why on the front end, I'm going to say like, these are the things right. that are important to me. Right. That's a communication piece that I, I learned that I didn't have when I was married. And sure. you wish you had conveyed that oh, yeah. in the relationship because yeah, yeah, when yeah. sex did start to but, had you communicated? Do you think you'd be together? Doubtful. Uh, I, I, maybe. I don't know. I, I, she's not a very open and warm person to me. Right. right. I think maybe she's learning to be, but she just, her and I are completely different. Right. right? And you said, the, the one thing you said, if you fight the same, the problem with us is we fought the same. <laughs> and it was explosive and toxic and awful. Right. And I had to learn how to fight better after we broke up. Right. Yeah. Mm. And I hope she did, too. Because it was bad. Uh, it was really bad. Uh, my Two Dads, Three Seasons, 1987. Oh, yeah. No wonder okay. we don't know it. Paul Reiser was the star old. of My Two Dads. Uh, Joey and Michael, who fought over the same woman 13 years ago, now have, upon her death, been awarded joint custody of her daughter, who might be either of theirs. <gasps> so, how do the men settle their problems? With a paternity test? No way. Instead, they all move in together to raise Nicole as a two-dad nuclear family. Under the watchful eye of the family court judge, dads and daughters adjust to their new situation. What a lovely sounding show. Progressive. 60 episodes. My two dads. (laughs) Cool. Uh I was four. That's why I don't recognize it. Sorry about that. No, you, you watched it? Yes, I loved it. Okay. Is it kind of like three men and a baby? It was like the idea of three men and a baby, yes. But it was just one less man. And an older child. (laughs) Right. So kind of not really. It was my two dads, Robbie. I get it. I watched uh, Three Men and a Baby. I like that one. It's got the mustache guy in it, right? 
Tom yes. Selleck. It Tom does. Selleck, yes, the mustache guy. Oh, Tom yes. Selleck. Yeah. He's Tom Selleck, one. Ted Danson, and Steve Gutenberg. Oh yeah. Look uh-huh. at that. Look at those dads. It was uh-huh. a fun show. Yeah. I do remember that. Right. With the ghost in it. You all know the ghost story. Yeah. The theory of the ghost Uh, in the curtains or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. That is a weird one. It's no such thing as ghosts. (laughs) Well, we're going to find out because of our pact. Mm Mm-hmm. Absolutely. When someone dies, we haunt each other? That's right. And that way we'll know. Well, we're, we're actually the only people on earth that will ever know. Well, I believe that there are a lot of friends who have had that pact. In fact, that might be something to ask the audience. Well, then, on the but live then show. we know that ghosts aren't real. Well, that's the thing. Who knows, right? If you've never been haunted by your friend that you said when you die, you'll yeah. haunt us. So the, I'm sure a lot of other, I'm sure people have had that pact for years, different friend groups. Then, so it, we need to find somebody who's lost a friend to see if they've been haunted. That sounds like a real pick me up on a Thursday. Well, I just, you know, Let's we do don't have tomorrow. to do it. We don't have to do it tomorrow, but I think that's, that's worth finding out, right? Because we'll, when we finally find out, if there is such a thing as ghosts because, well, let's be honest, I'm probably dying first or Maybe. Robbie will fall off a mountain this weekend. Never know. Um, but if if I do end up haunting you, then you'll know. Yeah, and I will but tell I'm, everyone. But I'm dead, you know? Yeah. Like, it's not rewarding to me. I'm dead. Well, no, you I get to know ahead of time what's going on. Yeah, I guess. Right? So if we mm-hmm. ask the audience if you've ever had that pact with your friends and did any of them die and have they haunted you and they say no, well, then we'll know that it's a bunch of malarkey. Well, but wouldn't this be, this would be top of CNN somewhere. The ghosts are real? Yeah. If, I if think it would said, be the most significant uh, news story in the history of time. Well, this is what I mean. That's why we know for a fact that they're not real. Because it's well, never some happened. Pe- some people would argue with you. Like, you went to a, a psychic, right? Mm-hmm. Who mm-hmm. claimed that she could hear and feel the spirits of, of loved ones long lost yeah. in your life, right? Yeah. yeah. She tried to pull that with me. Right. I didn't believe it. Yeah, but see, because you don't believe in ghosts. Yeah, or I don't believe in psychics. Mm, either one. Right. Yeah. There's only one real way to do it, and it's for me to haunt you. Yeah, but this is, oh, I'm just yeah, saying. In unique ways. Oh yeah, right. Well, so you know it's me. Like I'll Very do things. Like I'll do things that you won't confuse that it was me. Right. Like you'll you'll see it and you'll go, oh pepper. Right. Right. That's see. This is why I think this is the first ever experiment because had this happened, right, we would have heard about it. But we can't agree on specific indications. I will give you why right? like we can't say like, well, here's what I'll do if I'm haunting you because I don't know what the powers of the great beyond are. Right? Like, I may not be able to open a drawer, right? I may right. not be able to leave you a note or right. draw, you know, right. A, right. A, a penis on a foggy uh, shower mirror. <laughs> you know, like, I, I, don't know, I don't know what, uh, what ghosts can do. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That is the one that's, so the, that's flaw the thing. In the system. So I'm going to have to figure out what my, my skill set is. And maybe every ghost has a different skill set. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Right. I know. Or I'm going straight to hell, too, is the other thing. Without well, what, are ghosts not from hell? No, I believe ghosts are waiting in purgatory, as we yeah. talked about on the live yeah, show yeah, yeah. earlier this week, where there is nobody in hell right now. It's wide open. Apparently, yeah, everybody's nobody, waiting for the rapture. Nobody is, is the suffering the wrath of the fire at the moment. When Yeah, when the rapture comes, that's when God will smite you all down to it's hell. Like he's picking teams in uh, phys ed. Yeah, so you so wait but there. what is Lucifer doing right now? Is I he just is he salivating in his mouth waiting? No, but I think that's like your floor hockey game, right? Like Lucifer stands here, mm-hmm. God stands there, mm-hmm. or Satan, or what did we determine? Satan is all the same dad or some shit. I, I know, oh, there it is. Um, but like they, I think they stand there and they go, okay, I'll take him. Okay, I'll take him. I'll take him back and forth. They go. They don't get to choose. That's though. where it's good to be last. Pick. No, I thought God gets to make all the choices on all of them. Yeah, I think Lucifer, yeah. Lucifer just sits there and accepts the team he's handed. He takes the bad ones. Oh, yeah. God. Yeah, no, you don't get to pick. He doesn't say like, "Oh, I want that guy." Well, how dirty would that team be? 
It would be bad. Right? It'd be rough. Hell's team would win, even though he doesn't get to pick. Mm-hmm. He's like, you know, a little elbow here, a little butt end of the stick there. Yeah, like, but tripping be- guys, penalties all over the place. Power of God, though. I mean, imagine power play something. of God. Yeah, right? God's always on the power play. Yeah, I believe. That's right, right. two man advantage at yes, least. Yes, <laughs> exactly. A two soul advantage. There. Yeah, okay. that makes sense. So does yeah. God's floor hockey team not get penalties? Oh, they wouldn't. They, nothing. They don't. They don't even have to probably score. They just think it. It just floats in the net. Yeah. Really? Yeah. It's yeah. horseshit. It's not <laughs> ideal. Another one. That is another one. It's not ideal. It's not ideal. But how do you beat God's floor hockey You team? don't, though. That's why God's God. You don't beat them? You can't. Well, that's not going to be fun. Well, that's why I don't think they're playing floor hockey. I think they're, they're separated. What are they playing? Volleyball? What are I they don't playing? Think, I don't think they play together. They don't play each they other? They can't. No. I think they're no. different leagues. Why would somebody in hell get the get the uh, you know the luxury of playing in heaven? Winner, well, win, winner gets to go to heaven. Ah, well, God it's a home chooses. and home, right? Like there's home ice advantage. You'd have a game in heaven. You'd there's have no a game ice in, in hell. hell, and it's a best of like eternity. That. It's not a best of seven. It's a best of eternity. Right? No, hell might be cold. That's what we were right? trying to convince you of earlier this week. I don't know. For those people that would rather prefer weather like we're getting right now with sunshine and, you know, 30 plus degrees, hell for would those be a people that like that. that, they would love to go to hell. Okay, so now there's two separate hells? I think so. No. I think there's a cold hell and a hot hell. Like, to me, hot hell would suck. I hate being hot. Right. Right? I would much prefer a cold hell. See, but I would love the so hot I hell. So I bet you I go to hot hell, Robbie goes to cold hell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I won't see you in hell, Robbie. I won't. Well, that's weird that there would be two hells. Yeah, well, are there no, two heavens? Just different corners well, then, of hell. And then that brings about a great question about hell. We need Jesus Luke. Jesus Luke? Can we call up Jesus Luke? Do you still have his contact <laughs> info? Yes. Is he just on Facebook or do you have his phone number? Uh, I think I have his phone number. It's been a, it's been a while since we called him. Okay. But well, we'll just give him a shout. You want to do it right now? He was on a guest on one of my favorite podcasts that we did at the old place. Do you remember when we talked to Jesus yeah, Luke? I think you just offended him for like an hour. No, we asked open honest questions and he had a good time talking to Jesus Luke. Uh, I, yeah, I think he just had to be open-minded about it. I not have it. I'm you don't curious. have his number anymore? I so? have I have Luke Brown, who's a buddy of mine from hockey, and then okay. it says Luke Pumpkin. Okay. And yeah, I, that, I think that's Jesus Luke. he did help me with the pumpkin race. Yeah. He was an intern. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. He was an intern of ours, and he was a very religious guy. Like, he was like a youth camp Christian minister thingamajig, right? And uh, we just, uh, for an hour and 40 minutes, a really long podcast, asked him a bunch of questions because we're just not the religious type, right? Yeah. So we got as much information as we could. It was fun. I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. And I forget all of it. Mm-hmm. I don't remember it at all. Right? But yeah. he, t- he took it all in stride. He, he had a good sense of humor about the whole thing. Yeah, he knows. He knows right? we don't know anything. That's what I feel. I feel like a, 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 a religion needs more of a sense of humor. Yeah. I like, mean, it's always so serious. All these Bible verses. Like, there's nothing funny in the Bible. See, but this is like us no questioning anecdotes. religion uh-huh. would be the same as people questioning the vaccine. Right. That's what it is. It's, it comes across as like, oh, gosh. Well, I'm not questioning anything. Wow. I'm asking questions about it. I'm not questioning the validity of it. People can believe whatever they want yeah, to yeah, believe, yeah. right? I'm just questioning. You're questioning like, okay. the validity of whether heaven is uh, going to play hell in a look, hockey league? Yeah. Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> I'm not asking you to think. I'm asking if you want to, and that's the ah, big difference. I see. Okay. Uh, Robbie, did you send me his number here? Well, I'm just going to show you on my phone oh, here. Okay, yeah, hand it here. We'll give Jesus Luke a call. Oh, boy. Uh, Luke Pumpkin, you really do have it there. Yeah, I've got very Well, switch his name to Jesus Luke moving forward. I, I should, guess, right? yeah, yeah. It'll be nice to know what he thinks. What did, whatever happened with him, do you know? Like, um, he, does he got a job somewhere? I think he got, yeah, well, he, was, he wanted to do interning and learn 
um, production and audio and stuff, but I think he just got a better job. I think he became a minister, did he not? Maybe for a portion. Just a, so, just a better paying job. It's been a while since we talked to him. The last time I believe we talked to him was when he said that our... Easter jingle. Robbie's Easter jingle about Jesus is back to the tune of Backstreet Boys was yeah. not deemed offensive. Right. So, Which is good. Yeah. He didn't offend anyone. Yeah, it didn't bother I mean, him. It was two years Bothered ago. a lot of other people, though, didn't it? <laughs> uh, maybe. At what point in a phone call? Hello, you've reached the answering machine of Luke Aaronholtz. It's I'm Luke! Jesus, That Luke. is Jesus Luke? That's Jesus uh, Luke. If you'd like to reach me, please leave a message and I'll get back to you as soon as possible. he ends it with a God bless? Hi. Nope. All right. Hey, uh, Luke, it's Pepper and Dylan. We haven't talked to you in a while. We're recording our uh, podcast. Hmm, it's, sorry, uh, yeah. but we didn't get your message. Hmm. To hang hmm. up, hit one. To record God doesn't message, want any of this. Hit two. <laughs> so, yeah, <that's> <laughs> <it>. <laughs> he knows we're going to hell. He's so like, I don't be, want you talking no, to this guy. Thank you. Okay, no, well, thank maybe you. Maybe we'll try and connect with him another time on a different after show show. Right to find out if, in fact, uh, hell plays heaven. In, in well, the, you know, just well, and, no, a lot of things. questions about heaven and hell. Is it what cold? Is it hot? Yeah. Well, the cold, hot thing. I don't, there's no temperature, I don't think. Tell, pick a vacation spot. Do you go to Mexico or do you go to the Antarctica? Well, Mexico, probably. There you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so why would hell right. be warm right. if it's supposed if to be it's hell? A preferred desti- if heat is a preferred destination, you're going to pick... Right? It's got to be cold. No, but it's hell. like so hot. Like well, it's melty, I, melty hot. Antarctica is pretty cold too. Yeah, I just, I, I don't know. It mm. seems... I think I'd rather burn to death than freeze to death. Burn to death no, or freeze to death? No, no, yes. no. Freeze to death, you slow down, and then you quietly no, be go, go dead. No. I think you're burning to death, you're on fire. Yeah, man. but burning to death, I, I heard this just the other day, that within the first, uh, I think it's within the first six seconds, your nerves all burn. Everything's done, you don't feel anything. Like falling into lava? Uh, just or like, like on starting fire. on fire or whatever oh, it might be. It would suck, Within don't get me six wrong. seconds, you feel, and then you don't feel a thing. Oof, but just I like dying in the Arctic would be the worst. Well, it depends how you go. Like, if a polar bear is uh, ripping you apart, that would suck. But it'd be quick. Oh, polar bear! Mm-hmm. That's the worst animal to get. Yeah, like, so you don't stand a chance. But there's a lot of animals you don't stand a chance with. There's a dog, and I can't remember the name. It's a type of dog. Prairie dog. No. <laughs> Shih Tzu. <laughs> no. I'm running low. It's Poodle. a much bigger and more vicious dog, and it's not a hyena. It's even more vicious than a hyena. You, God, I can't um, remember the name of it, but it disembowels its prey bef- alive before it kills them. On purpose? Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Just to well, send a message, I think. I don't know. I think it's because the, the organs are... The most nutritious. Is that what it is? I think they go for. They're just so hungry. It's like me with pizza pops. Yeah, I always get get the middle. Like you rip open the casing and eat the sauce. I like that. I think the alphas will get the or first dibs on the organs while you're alive. Wow, they don't know. Dogs, do a guy a favor. Put him out of his misery. Mm -hmm. Hmm? It would be ideal. Yeah, once you bite the heart, you're pretty much done. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you guys have said, and I've never s- seen it, although I have uh, uh, grew up on a farm, but I, I never saw chickens running around with their heads cut True off. True story. But you have confirmed that that indeed is a thing, and they do run around for a little while with their heads cut off. It is and I have story. YouTubed it since you t- you confirmed that for me. And like that seems like a really crappy way to go. Yeah, I mean... It, like, are they dead and their bodies yeah, are just like... Yeah, it's just nerves. Just nerves are just... They're just flopping? Yeah. So they're not like their head isn't on the ground and they're seeing their body run around, are they? No, they don't, they're dead. So once your head comes off, that's it. You're yeah, done. It's just nerves. That's it. It's at over. This point. It's over yeah. at that point. There isn't yeah. like a, a ten second, five second, four second period where you're still functioning. Well, I guess we don't know that. Yeah, we don't know, Dylan. Well, yeah, we're, I'm not positive. I've never been a chicken with my head. The cut problem off. is you can never really find out because if I cut your head off, mm-hmm. right, and you do die quickly, well, then we don't know, right? Well, because yeah. you're dead. 
But if so it, you can't but, go, you can't report. You can come back and haunt us and let us know the report. Mm. That would be neat. Uh, I, just because we're speaking of animals, uh-huh. and I think it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had a guy named uh, uh, what uh, Big Rufus. Mm-hmm. He <laughs> cool. He uh, he has a dog. I have never seen a dog bigger in my entire life, and I just wanted to share the picture with you. Okay, thinking of like like this animal could tear him up. He said, "Is a gentle <laughs> look at the just holy look at this. god." It's a 200-pound dog. Look at that. It's bigger than he is. Isn't it unbelievable? What kind of dog is that? Oh, yes. Yeah. That's right. Ma- uh, Mastiff? Uh, Ma- yeah, Mastiff. Bull Mastiff. Mastiff. Yes. Whatever the heck that this thing, thing is. is. Yeah, it's bigger than a human being. He has two of them. He has 400 pounds of dog in his house. <laughs> that is too much. Could you imagine? And probably 1,000 pounds of dog food a week. I couldn't even imagine. It was the most ridiculous thing I ever saw with my eyes. It's too much. That's the most ridiculous thing I ever did see. Is it? Yeah. That's the most ridiculous thing you've ever seen. What's the most ridiculous thing you've ever seen? Well, now you've put me on the spot. I understand that. No, but when they came across, I couldn't even fathom that that was real. I thought that had to be Photoshopped. And then he said 200 pounds each. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How can you own something that's 200 pounds that's not a child? A child at 200 pounds. (laughs) That's an older, bigger child. A full-grown adult. Well, no, there's child that are 200 pounds, right? Yeah, yeah. It's an epidemic, Robbie. Um, it maybe is. on Maury. <laughs> no, no, it happens all the time. It's too much Coke as a kid. Right, right. That's what happens. Yeah, it's not good. And cereals. <laughs> yeah. That's why hence, I say. That's right. Yeah. Don't eat cereal. So I only I'm have junk food or junk cereal once a week. Just once? Yes. Mm. Most crazy thing you ever did see. Come on. Most crazy thing I, I ever did I think we did this on the air and then somebody see. said they saw a buffalo driving in a car. That's in right. a drive-thru. Oh, there is a good picture of a buffalo, buffalo. in a car on the internet. That is true. That is the most crazy thing I ever did. I'm going to have to think about that. Okay, I don't come know. Come back. I'll come, come back. I saw yeah. a bald eagle fighting a golden eagle. Uh-huh. It was pretty sweet. Look at how very, proud you are. It was man. so close <laughs> to what, what are the rules of this? Can I have seen it on TV or no, does it have no, to be? No, in real life. Your eyes only. Life. My eyes only. Yeah. Most crazy thing I ever did has see. has to be your eyes. And it can't be like a video on my phone. Uh, no. I've got some bad ones. Like what? Like the time the... Guy, oh jeez, uh, guy jumped. Oh, that one. Like, are we going that that route? Do you want to go that way, Robbie? <laughs> I don't. Go, I don't, go, I don't go, go ahead, Robbie. You don't have to bring that up if you don't want to, Robbie. Well, I don't. It's I a, don't mind talking about. It. I don't know. Is it uh, just? It's a dark place. Okay, most dark. crazy thing, Robbie, you ever did see after I, the two eagles fight. Robbie was doing the craft raft. That's right. Yeah, you challenged me to make a raft out of things I just found. I couldn't mm-hmm. buy anything. It had to be all recyclable stuff. And then you had to raft down the... The, the North Saskatchewan River. North Saskatchewan, River. yeah. Nice. And I was scouting out a location, and it was on the show. I was... You guys called me on the air, mm-hmm. and uh, I was just down by the North Saskatchewan, by mm-hmm. kind of by Fort Edmonton. Mm-hmm. And right beside me, there was a guy who had taken his own life by jumping off that bridge. In front just of you. so happened... To be the exact same time I was standing there, right in front of me. And it also just so happened to be 20 to 30 seconds before we called you to go on the air. Yes. <laughs> That's wild. Yeah. Well, actually, it was a, it was a minute or two because okay. I had time to call 911. <laughs> they, t- they made me go up and verify. Just, oh, I had to go verify that the, no. the person had died. That seems that, like that's their job. Yeah. Like you should well, put they an asked average comfortable. Citizen. They didn't, I shouldn't say that. They didn't make me. They said, if you're comfortable, could you please verify? So I went up and just made sure. And, and did you know for sure right yeah, away? there was no way he was like, alive. What did you do? Go like, hey, did buddy. Did you say you watched his soul leave his body? That's what it looked like. Like, oh, it God. looked like his body deflated. And just, I, I'll never forget the sound of, of uh, the body. Uh, so just, you didn't see him when he was alive? 
You or did you? Of, like I was standing there and out of the corner, like right beside me, out of the corner of my how eye. How far saw away him were you? How, how far away was his landing spot oh. to where you were standing? Um, like thirty feet. Okay. Oh God. Like and I'm standing under the big giant bridge. But you didn't see him on the bridge. No, I was under the bridge. Okay. So I just uh, and I Hence was just the tattoo lyrics mm-hmm. that Robbie has <laughs> on his why. ankle. That's okay. No um. Yeah. Just out of the corner of my eye, I saw him fall, and I look, and I just heard this, this thump. That echoed under the bridge. Just, and you'll hear that sound in your oh head for the God. rest of your life, yeah, I'll right? I'll never forget that sound. It sounded like oh a video gosh. game, like an actual, like video games nailed that sound. And then five minutes later, you were in charge of having a fun time rafting down the river. I know. Smiling and, and... Well, no, no, no. That was just... I was just scouting the location. Yeah, that was... Oh, minutes day. later, you guys called me to go on the air, and yeah. I was live, and I was just... Uh, and as fire trucks are rolling in and ambulances rolling in, and I didn't want to make a big deal of it. Yeah. Um, well, I remember I pre-called you, yeah, like a minute before we went on the air, and to, just to get him ready. And he and he sounded like he didn't sound like Robbie. Well, yeah, like, how could you? Oh, dude! And I think you told me right there. I just, nope. I said no. You waited. Nope, till I waited because I knew you guys. I didn't know what you guys would would have done. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. We oh, come on. It up. I don't know if you would have taken yeah, it. Like we would have brought it up, <laughs> like on the show. And I just I didn't know what to do because I was waiting for for paramedics to show up. But going back, you handed to, us a police report. That's how we yeah, found yeah, out. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So go, just going back to when I saw his soul leave, yeah, okay. just so I saw his body fall in the corner of my eye, and I immediately heard that, just that thump. So Did it go, go up or down the soul? Well, his body deflated, so it was like... Like a balloon at a birthday yes. party? Really? So he was alive, like hit the ground, and I, as soon as I looked over, it was just like... His body just like deflated to half the size. It was really strange. Did you know right away what it was? Or did you have to look and go, what the hell was that sound? What it took a few happened? seconds and I, there was a woman par, uh, driving not too far away, maybe and did she see 200 it as meters. Well? She got out and she was mm-hmm. screaming, mm-hmm. but she was so far away because she was, she kind of had, the, she would have had the view of him jumping off. Oh my God. I just saw, I didn't see him jump off. I just saw him fall from, from the underneath the bridge angle. Okay. So you right. called 911. Yes. Right away. And like, then you walked up to the body. Yeah, they said, oh, okay, oh, that's that's too bad. We have paramedics on the way. Um, would you be comfortable just verifying a few things? And I said, okay. So I had to go up, just say, hey, that's an, an older white male. Um, there was blood. Like, it was it was a bad scene because it was just, there was no. Like, is, I, it, is it more shocking than you would have suspected? Um, I was surprised at how I took it because the amount of people who offered me um, just mental health support. Yeah from counseling. It was every paramedic that was there, every fireman, people here at work, everybody. Well, you witnessed somebody die. Yeah. And like, you may not be feeling the trauma right now, but it could sneak up to you. One day it'll be, you'll, it could just hit you. So. And has it yet? No. Okay. Because I just, I kind of just thought like, I can't imagine. And I have a few friends who are in the military. Mm-hmm. Like I can't imagine seeing something where I went up, he, he was dead when I went up to him. Yeah. But I can't imagine if he was suffering, like, save me. Like, like, you know, like, what, what is it? Just grasping at his life? Like, just right. begging for me to Clicking. save him. Yeah, yeah. Suffering. Or if it was somebody I knew, a friend of mine, just, so I can imagine that would have been a whole lot worse. In the grand scheme of things, I think it was lucky. Not, <laughs> not lucky. But like, no, if I had to, than others, I guess. Yeah, well, yeah. So it wasn't that traumatizing, but it was still it was awful, awful. And every time I drive by those talus balls, that's all I think about because that's where he jumped. Was at the talus balls. Oh, awful. 
Mm-hmm. Awful. Anyways, I'm sorry to um, no, bring I mean, a downer on it. it. It is a downer of a story, obviously, and it's an awful experience, but it, 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 there's a level of interest to it because, you know, not everybody's ever going to see that. Yeah, and uh, you were in the unfortunate position to see that, to witness that, that and bad. to actually have to identify that and have that image, PTSD or not, or if it's going to come later in your life or whatever it might be. It's been a while. It's been a couple years. You still have that image burned in your mind. Oh, yeah. I can't unsee that. I have a very, a much more subtle image burned in my mind of after you told us about that, I went to see exactly, because I couldn't picture just geographically where it happened. Yeah. So I just, my curiosity got me. So when I was driving home after you told us that, I went by that location and what I saw was what was left on the pavement. Mm. It does not come out that it's easily. It's not easy to clean. And I, and I saw it and I thought, well, that's obviously where it happened. Like there was no mistaking that right. that was the spot. Yeah. And I still have that image in my yeah. head. Yeah. Yeah. And I was 20 feet away from that spot. Yeah. So you called 911, paramedics show up. Yep. They don't even bother reviving him, I would imagine, right? Like No, he, it was, he was gone yeah. upon impact. He must have been just... And they just kind of put him in a... In the back and... Put a blanket over him and then uh, just took everybody's... There was a a bunch of people who had um, accumulated at the time. Yeah, Right into the entrance of Fort Edmonton. So there was a bunch of people who had been near, who gave a statement. And uh, we just did that and they sent us on our way. And it's so sad. Yeah, it's terrible. It is such a sad, sad thing. Mm -hmm. It is, right? Not just for you, but just to hear that that's what... Yeah. You know, where some people can go. Mm -hmm. It's too bad. All right. Well, I don't know if he had a pact with anybody. No. Not with us. No. Yeah. Wait, what happened to Doug? Doug and us. Yeah, Doug. Didn't we, we have a pact with Doug? We do. We we do. Uh, Doug was a, or is a listener of this show. Still alive. Knows, oh, he's he still, is alive. still alive. Okay. okay. He knows he's going to die soon. He had a horrible, what, he had an accident, like a big tree fell on him or something, and he's a, he's just had a bad draw. Mm-hmm. A big tree fell on a car. I think he tried to save people from uh, from like the he, tree and he, he hurt his, himself badly doing it. His freakish adrenaline strength, he lifted a tree that no human being should ever be able to lift off of somebody who was in peril and he injured himself badly while doing it. spinal cord injury. Yeah, and oh. so he knows that his life is not is is going to be cut short. He doesn't know when, but he has promised to haunt us. Yeah. Right. He's still alive. Okay, on post on Facebook. Okay. 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 So he's still there. Okay. So we're still waiting on that one because yeah. that seemed like a pretty legit promise that he made. Right. Yeah. Just the, check it out. How did we get in from a giant dog to a man jumping off a bridge? Hmm. Craziest thing oh, you ever did see. Thing oh, because that dog's see. craziest thing I ever did see. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wild. I mean, Robbie really trumped mine there. But that dog <laughs> is pretty big. Yeah, I'm not even going to bother coming up <laughs> well, with one. I'm sorry. Uh, but I will sense. thank a man, is her name, on, uh, on uh, Instagram who sent me a news story out of Vancouver. It was posted on CBC Vancouver with low-flying helicopters. <laughs> Did you guys see this? Yes. No. Uh, dangling an SUV from the helicopter mm-hmm. to f- shoot a commercial. And now this thing's at least, what, what did you say, like 80, 90 feet hanging from below the helicopter, mm-hmm. flying through the city of Vancouver. Mm-hmm. And she made the point that if, an S- if a helicopter can fly an SUV around the city to shoot a commercial, it damn sure can fly a whale from the aquarium to the airport. It didn't d- do that. I would thank a man for sending that, and it's just more evidence that when I lived in Vancouver, it never, it my happened. foggy, gray, old-ass memory somehow remembers that they had to get a whale out of the Vancouver Aquarium, No, and they just hooked him up with a bunch of cables to a, and a helicopter, and they flew him to the airport. No. 
You know that's not right. You, I th- for the life of me, I think it's correct. We thought we we got your memory confused with Free Willy and the trailer. It might be, but I can't. Well, if they can do it with Free Willy, why couldn't they do it in real life? Because they didn't do it's it a, with a helicopter. It's a movie. This, we've had this argument before. <laughs> it's ridiculous. I thought you were going to bring people on who were going to say well, that it's true. Is, so here's the problem. Is no they, one remembers? They work in BC, so they're an hour behind, and they're working while we're on recording this, and we, I've tried to arrange times, and they can't come on, and... It's just, it's a real schmozzle. Yeah, well, it sounds like a fake story. It's not a fake story. I remember it. It would very be grainy. on the internet. I couldn't find it. It anywhere. was before the internet. No such well, thing. Well, it wasn't before the internet, and there is such a thing as before the internet. Yeah, but there's just no such a thing in your life as before the internet. No, but so, there, not in your me. life either. The there internet was, was the internet, but nobody used it the way they use it now. It was slow like not on a consumer basis. Okay, but boring. I can go on and find out about World War One on the internet. Well, they still report stories that happened before the internet. It was a significant historical moment. Moment at World War One, flying whales through the city of Vancouver. It's, I think it happened all the time. It didn't happen all the time. Robbie, I have faith in my. I I, I trust that we will find out soon. One yeah, day. okay. One day we'll I find out. I think it out. could happen. Nope. It couldn't. Well, I mean, it could. They didn't. I promise you they didn't. All right, let me call Jason. Okay, here we go. Maybe he's not working. Well, the only reason that they maybe they couldn't is because... The danger of the animal? Well, because whales, you need, they, they're mammals, so they breathe oxygen, but you have to keep them wet. Mm-hmm. Right, it's it's, it's not a, a far helicopter flight from uh, from the Vancouver Aquarium to that's the airport. The, that's just too much air drying. It would damage them. I don't think that'd be. It just wouldn't be good for them. They're not putting it. It's just you'd have to pick up an entire tank and transport the tank with the water and everything. It's too dangerous, is what it is. Let's see if he picks up. I haven't spoken with Jason in a while. I used to work with him in Vancouver at the time that this happened. So I don't know if he's going to remember this or not, but. Uh, you think he's got better can, things to do? Can he come on this podcast? Is I, he able to? I don't know if he is or not. I don't really <laughs> give a damn at this point in life. Well. Here. Okay. You know what? I, I think I might have somebody else who might know this. You have reached the voice. Didn't we do this every couple of weeks where you call these people that don't pick up that are fake? What's that? I know. Jason isn't fake. I know who that is. He's just dialing random numbers. Is this your Robin? Pick up. I'm going to call Jason's ex-girl or ex-wife. Oh. Here. Okay. All right. I don't know Did you know her pretty up. well? Yeah. Yeah. I know her well. She's also the one with friends who were at the uh, Leonardo DiCaprio uh, mm. bar. I've reached Sarah Roberts. Please leave a message. She's not picking it up. It sounds like all your friends don't want anything to do with you. I'm running low on options here, you guys. <laughs> it's not a real story. I mean, I can I can try one more, but I think she's still working. Here, let me let me try it here. Okay, one more to go. If, if- He's grasping at straws. There would just be a story about this. Even if this friend confirms it, mm-hmm. I'm not going to believe either of you. Yeah. Look, I might be uh, wrong here. All right. <laughs> We've determined this for weeks now that you are. <laughs> yeah, see, she's. Yeah, you'd think there'd be images all over. I'm not going to be able to get her. Okay. Not a single image that I've ever been able to find of a helicopter in any part of the world. Even in parts where they slaughter dolphins. Yeah, they would use helicopters them. more often if it was a regular thing. Hey, you reached Robin. Yeah, okay. okay. All right. No. I, I'm going to get to the bottom of this, you guys. Anytime we you let so. us know. I'm going to be able to figure this out here. We'll be here. All right. Just holding tight. <laughs> making sure to keep you accountable to your line. I also want to just um, clear up. The amount of endorphins produced by a sneeze is far less than an orgasm. Okay. So no amount of sneezing is going to feel like an orgasm. There you go. 
All right. So you're just, you're just like I a, the feeling would, of a sneeze. I thought if you did like eight in a row, it would be good. But no, they have to be stacked one on top of each other, which you can't do. Okay. And that's how we uh, started the show, the after show show with a sneeze. And I guess that's how we'll end. Quickly, though, you wanted to give us an update on Jem with Jem's June. She's got that date tonight. Oh, She's yeah, going to join us on the live show tomorrow yeah, we'll morning. Yeah, we'll get an update. But we're on date number three here tonight, yep. guys. Yep. This is, uh, I think we may have found love. This could be a pepper and well, what, love connection that she, actually works. I, but what is she saying to you? That would be awful fast. Three dates and she's... Well, I'm assuming love, it, not her. Is she that twitter pated about him, right? Uh, she she really enjoyed him after the first date, and then it got weird because of the non-texting. Right. Um, and then he's put in uh, some texting effort as of late. Uh-huh. So uh, I'm I'm excited for this, but I just want to put like one under our belt because we had we, we had Tim Hortons guy I guess for yeah a bit, right? Tim Hortons guy they've got two kids they're married and we set them up perfectly we, we didn't set them up really it, it, it te- yeah technically it wasn't us that set well it was they met through our radio show right and originally Tim Hortons guy. Uh, but we was, didn't like pick them out. He saw somebody that he admired that was at the same Tim Hortons every morning at the exact same time, but he was too nervous to ask her on a date. Mm-hmm. And then he ultimately did through Dylan's positive uh, reinforcement and encouraging. Right. Uh, that never materialized, but through listening to him and his experiences on the air, he met somebody else who was interested in him. I went to their wedding. Right. Wow. They had two children. Right. They are happily ever after. Yeah. So I would say that we can definitely take credit for that. The only one. Right? Yeah, it's been many years of trying, but yeah, the one I know, is it. I know. We, you also had tremendous success, Dylan, because you're so smooth and capable of uh, of uh, convincing people to do things that might even be against privacy regulations. There was a long time ago, there oh, was the a, WestJet. The WestJet, the woman on WestJet who sat next to a guy and they had the greatest conversation, but she never got his phone number or information. You called WestJet, and by some, I don't know how you got that guy's <laughs> name, and they got together for a while. Yeah. But right? I don't know if they're still together. I don't think they are. No. And then we had those uh, that couple come to my uh, comedy show, right? Remember them? Victoria they, and they Fraser met each other at the dog park, and that they really epic. hit it off for quite a while. Yeah. But then the one wants babies, the other yeah. doesn't got in the so, way, and mm-hmm. that there was chemistry. There. But that, yeah. So we created relationships. It's not on us how long they last. Mm. Right? Oh, and by the way, once we're wrapped up with Jem, mm-hmm. we've got an idea. I know it's going to be a mm. good idea. Oh, for Jem's June, yeah. It's going to be a different one for July, though. Oh, I thought you were talking about the Robbie thing that he's excited about. No. I can't. When can we announce that thing that you're super excited about? Because it's coming back. Um. Oh, that thing. I when do we roll that? Sucker I don't even up? know. Yes. Yes. Yeah. You know, it's all in my no, garage right now. No, no. I know what. It, I don't know when we can yes. say it. Though. Yes. When we're rolling that out, we're I just, would love to mention it now, well, every day, all day. Yeah. And focus on it from now until it happens. We'll so we just, can't do it here on the after show no, show. This no, is a it's big be a big thing. Can we just give one little hint and just leave it at that? Or no hints whatsoever? I'd say no hints, but I'm Nothing. curious as to what your hint would be. The hint would be something that, well, if I give you the hint, then the hint is on and you may not like the hint. Well, let's shut off all of our mics. Okay. Give me the hint and okay. then I'll, I'll hear it. Okay, okay, okay here we ready, go. One, two, shut them up. Okay. okay, there. Well, yeah, you can say that. <laughs> I can say that? Yeah, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> all right. A fan favorite event. From the show's past. Yes. Is returning this year. That's it. That's all you can say. That's all we can say. Yeah. At this point. Okay. I don't mind that. That's all we can say. And it took a lot of string pulling, but we've been able to, I think we're what, one dotted I and a cross T away from confirming it? Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Yep. Dylan? Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's going to be cool. And that's going to happen if everything goes according to plan in... uh, September or late August or September. Yes. Yeah, I can't wait. Okay. Yeah, yeah that's Plus, really, we've really got really this cool. stupid thing we committed to, Robbie and I, with A&W. 
Oh, I like that. And that rolls out next it's, month. It's only stupid because oh. it could be bad for you. Oh, it's going to be so bad for me. I yeah, I for me. remember having a meeting, Weird. and in the meeting, all I could think is, is like, this isn't the, like this is just bad for Pepper. I, Robbie will I not know. have a problem with it. I can't believe we agreed to do this. You said it. <laughs> so I don't think you can go back on it anymore because there's a sponsor. So I know. Oh, no. It's set in stone now. I know. I think you're done. No, I've, I've committed to it, and I'll do it, but it's so dumb. So that so that's what our calendar, as far as big events on the radio show, look like. <gasps> when are we going to do? Uh, aren't you that guy? When is that? When are we going to announce that? Well, see, we've got to squeeze that in at some point. Oh, so what are we going to do? Oh, you don't know what this one this is. is. This one is one a of good the, one. What is one of Pepper's late night ideas that is just awesome? It feels like we're just in, in the process of doing a lot of things that are coming down the pike. And uh, they are surprises. It's not a pipe, hey? I always think no, it's it. pike, yeah. Uh, and they're surprises for other ones. Like, Robbie, you have no idea with this idea that we have. No. Which we can kind of do at any time, but I want to do it so badly now. But I think it fits better after we do the thing we're talking about in August, September. Okay. So right? it's an aren't you that guy challenge, which is basically me trying oh, to great. get oh, be the, the talk it's, of the town. It's, it's the most yeah. fun talk of the town we've ever done. Yeah, it's great, Robbie. Something that'll have people talking. So. And July, July's uh, Bachelorette thing is going to be amazing. July's got is the dumbest A&W thing as well. Oh, it'll and, be fun and, though. And then you've got an idea that I thought you were talking about something different that I don't know anything about. Mm-hmm. And then we've got uh, something that we're all excited about but we can't tell the audience about it. So what did we just do? What a bloody waste of time that was. That was two minutes of nothing. Nobody knows anything about <laughs> anything and we all know everything about nothing. Okay. And that's kind of the theme of how we do things. So we're done. There will be no after show show next week, correct? Because no. we're on holidays next week. Yes. Okay, so there will not be one. Um, we would love to give you a status update on part four of what the hell happened. Uh, there have been some pre-calls and pre-interview calls, but uh, nothing, there is no date confirmed on when that comes out, but we will keep you in the loop with all that, and it is a project that we'll, we'll, we will be putting out, but it is, like we have said before, very time-consuming, but yeah, that will yeah, happen. Definitely. Uh, tomorrow we'll talk to Jem. We'll find out if love is in the air, because basically this is it. Tomorrow's the last day before our holidays, and June will be over, so we hope to have a happy ending there. Yes. And that's it. Thank you very much for listening to the After Show Show. Love you. The Pepper and Dylan Show. Weekday mornings on KISS 91.7.